Company presents Captain Midnight. Captain Midnight, brought to you every day, Monday through Friday, at this same time, by the Skelly Oil Company, Skelly Jobbers and Dealers. Say, uh, how does your motor sound when you try to start it on these frosty November mornings? Does it sometimes sound like this? Well, if your motor sounds like that, look out. For that slow, heavy grinding is possibly caused from oil so stiff and heavy, it acts like glue in your motor. Something like, uh, well, like a sticky wad of gum on the bottom of your shoe. And this makes your car hard to start, of course. But much more serious, that stiff oil doesn't get up into your motor fast enough to lubricate it properly. And one dry start without proper lubrication probably puts more wear on your motor than a hundred miles of ordinary driving. Before long, those dry starts may mean a ruined motor and a big repair bill to pay. Remember, it's cheaper to prepair than repair. So the first thing to do is change to a wetter oil that's fast-flowing. Fast-flowing enough to get up into that motor and lubricate it right from the word go. Now, here's an oil that will lubricate your motor safely during these cold winter months. It's Skelly Tagoline. If your motor's been grinding slowly on the start, I'm pretty sure you'll find it turns faster and smoother the moment you put in Skelly Tagoline wetter motor oil. So... Drive into your neighborhood Skelly service station, drain the crankcase, and fill it with Skelly Tagoline. Your Skelly man knows just the right weight for your car. And he knows what to do for your battery and your heater and your radiator, too, to prepare your car for winter. So, all you fellas and girls, have Dad visit a Skelly service station real soon to prepare for the cold weather ahead. And say, while you're there, you can join Captain Midnight's 1940 flight patrol, too. And the Skelly Man will send in for your free spinning propeller medal of membership. You want to join just as soon as you can, because things are going to start happening for all Flight Patrol members most any minute now. So join up tonight at your Skelly service station. And now to Captain Midnight. Last time you remember, Captain Midnight, together with Ma and Patsy Donovan, Slim Poole, Chuck Ramsey, and Senor Parada's nephew, who has been nicknamed Pebbles, sat down to a savory feast of Mexican dishes. They are thoroughly enjoying themselves under the twinkling stars, watching the crackling campfire, and listening to Pebbles tell about Mexican food. But suddenly, they're jerked back to grim reality when the ominous drone of an airplane engine is heard in the night sky. Captain Midnight orders the earthen jugs of water brought so the fire may be extinguished. Listen as Chuck explains. The jugs of water are right back of you, Red. There. Okay, hurry, Chuck, hurry. Come on, Patsy, get to the cave. Here you are, Red. Well, Grab the other side of this one. Okay. Parada's men are getting the rest of the jump. Yeah, they see what we want, all right. All right, come on now, let's go. Gosh, it sure is heavy. Yeah, just a couple of more steps. Here we are, Red. All right, lift it up a little higher. There now, pour it out. Here we go. Ah, quick now, back for another one. We've got to put this fire out. Look, Parada's men have all the others. Now they're pouring the water out. Oh, yes, Oh, that's great work. That should do it. Oh, gee, Red, that plane's almost overhead. Yes, it is. Quick, everybody, run for your lives. Come on, come on, come on. 
All right, come on, Chuck. Let's get out of here. Head for that clump of trees. Hurry. I'm right with you, Red. <laughs> you suppose the pilot saw that fire? Oh, he must have seen it. Yeah, I guess he couldn't help it. All right, here we are. Throw yourself on the ground, quick. Okay. The closer you are to the ground, the safer you are. Yeah, that fellow isn't doing much yet. He's right overhead. I can see his exhaust pipes. He sure is. He's circling right over us. Uh-huh. I just can't understand this, Chuck. I can't either. That must be one of Sharp's planes. That's what I thought. Now I'm beginning to wonder. His pilots are the only ones who know that we're here. Well, why doesn't he do something? I lose that plane every few seconds because of these tree branches. Now, wait a minute. Well, now he's making a wider circle. See? He's out over the middle of the old lake bed. Say, did Ma and Patsy get away all right? Now, they're okay, Red. Oh, good. They ran for the cave when you told them to. Mm-hmm. Well, what happened to Pablo? He was helping Senor Paredes' men. And then when you told him to scatter, he ran back into the trees. Yeah. I hope Slim went back to join Pinky. I'm sure he did, Red. Guarding those trails is more important now than ever. There's a good possibility that this plane might be a ruse to get us off guard. You mean that while we're trying to protect ourselves from the air, the Chuck's men will come at us from the ground? That's it exactly, Chuck. A fake attack to get our attention away from the real danger point. Now, wait here comes that ship again. See? Circling back this way. Oh, look, Red. Look. Huh? Where, Chuck? What's happened now? The fire. What? It's starting again. Quick, Red, we got to put Come it out. Come back here, Chuck. Come back here. But the fire, Red, we can't let it get out. Never mind it. Come back, I tell you. But gosh, Red, we've got get to put it out. Get down the ground, Chuck. Get down. Quick, quick. Okay. Don't you see? It'd be suicide to try to put that fire out now. By the time we got over there and got some water, that ship would be dead overhead. Yeah. What a beautiful target we'd make. Oh, gosh, Red, you're right. I'm sorry I was so foolish. Oh, I never didn't... mind, never mind. Forget it. All I pray is that no one else will go near that fire. We just didn't get enough water on it in the short time we had. Uh-oh. Here comes that ship again. Now, flatten yourself out on the ground. Anything might happen now, Chuck. Okay. I'll bet he's going to shoot this time. Well, well nothing yet. Zooming up. There's something mighty queer about this. Yes. You're right, Chuck. Well, that pilot couldn't possibly miss seeing that fire. It's a cinch he saw it. He dived right at it. He did. Looked it over and then zoomed up. Gee, do you suppose... Or could it possibly have been Major Steele and Bud Conley? Well, I... I was wondering that too, Chuck. Oh, it doesn't seem possible, yet... If there is a bare chance... Well, they wouldn't know we were up here anyway. No. Now, that ship didn't look like a Spartan. I couldn't see it clearly, but it looked more like an open plane. Yeah, that's what I thought, too. Besides, if it had been Major Steele, he would have signaled. What kind of a signal? A uh, code signal, Chuck. But how would he have given the signal? By flashing his landing or navigation lights. Ooh, listen, Red. Hmm? You can just barely hear that ship. Yes. And she's leaving again. Well, I guess we might as well join the others. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Not just yet, Chuck. Let's be sure he's not coming back. Besides, I want to talk to you. Now, listen. As soon as it starts getting light... You and I are going to take off in the black two-seater. Gosh, Red, isn't that taking a chance? Yes, perhaps. But things are so tight now that we've got to take a few chances. Now, um, I've been thinking over a new plan, Chuck. It's taking a big chance, but, well, I think it's worth it. What part of the lake bed are we going to take off from? I've decided on a spot that we'll use for a runway. But we'll have to check it before we take off. Where are we going after we get in the air? Don't forget, we've only got enough gas for one hour's flying. Yes, I know that. It'll depend a little on circumstances, but... uh, I think we'll beard the lion in his den. You mean Ivan Shark? Yes, Chuck. I mean just that. It is later the same night. Over the ridge and down the fertile valley lies the rich hacienda which Ivan Shark has stolen from Senor Juan Pereira. We look into the library and see the international criminal 
seated at his desk. Slowly, his bony fingers reach forward and... You called, Master? Yes, Fang. Has Gardo come in yet? Not yet, Master. I beg pardon, Master. Gardo comes now. Yeah, here I am, Chief. Hmm. I hear a ship. Is that Zollinger? Yeah, Chief. That's Zollinger coming now. He will land and come in with his report. When he does, Fang... Bring him in. Yes, Master. You gave Zollinger his instructions, Gardo? Yeah, Chief. I told him to look the place over. And if he saw a fire, to drop his bomb. Ah, very good. We will know very soon whether he did or not. Yeah, yeah, he's cutting his engine now. He'll be here in a couple of minutes. I wasn't so sure about this Zollinger at one time. But I believe now he can be trusted. Yeah, Chief. Has Rossman sent in a messenger? Uh, yeah, he got in a couple of hours ago. Ah. What kind of a message did he bring? Well, Rossman has that place surrounded. Rossman says there ain't a chance for anyone to get away. Hmm. <laughs> Excellent. I believe, Dardo, after tomorrow we will not have to worry about Captain Midnight anymore. Hmm. That must be Zollinger now. Zollinger is here to see you, Master. Very good, Fang. Come in, Zollinger. You may close the door, Fang. Yes, Master. Now, this guy never talking gives me the jitters. Quiet, Cardo. Well, Zollinger, did you fly to the valley? Yeah, he's nodding his head. What did you see, Zollinger? Do you have a written report? He's shaking his head. Then you don't have much to report, Zollinger. He's shaking his head again. Did you see any signs of life? Any campfire? shaking his head. I guess he didn't say nothing. You have nothing to report? Very well. You may go now, but be ready for flying duty at daybreak. Yes, Master? You will show Zollinger out. Yes, Master. Look, Chief, what do you make of that? I don't know, Gardo, but we will find out at daybreak. Are you gonna... Hmm. This must be important. It is the Senorita Dolores Pareda, Master. She demands to see you at once. Very well, Frank. Bring her in. You might as well get this over with, Gardo. Yeah. You will come in, Senorita. I already know who this I tell you. You will let me go, do you hear? I beg of you, Senorita Pareda. Do not become excited, for if you do, I shall not talk with you. Please, Senor, I beg of you. Let me go. I have told you, Senorita that under certain conditions you may go. Close the door, Fang, and stand on guard outside. Yes, Master. Now then, Senorita, are you ready to talk reasonably? Please, Senor. What more do you want? You have my father's hacienda, his cattle, and, and all his other possessions. You have probably taken his life. Calm yourself, Senorita. I have not taken your father's life. I am holding him until he satisfies the debt which he owes me. Then both he and you will be set free. I do not believe he owes you this, this debt. I have shown you the proof. As soon as the treasure is given me, then I will keep my promise. What treasure? I, I do not know what you are talking about. <laughs> yes, you do, senorita. You know all about the famous treasure of the Pareda family. Oh, if I could only trust you. 
But you can, senorita. I assure you. If, if I could remember, senor, you, you would let us both go free? Absolutely, senorita. Now tell me, where is the treasure? Do you hear? I am waiting for your reply, senorita. Where is the Parada treasure? Well, what will the distracted Dolores Parada do? Will she reveal the hiding place of the fabulous Parada fortune? And what will Captain Midnight do next? Tune in tomorrow to Captain Midnight. Now remember, fellas and girls, if you want to do your dad a real favor... If you want to show him you're wide awake and willing to help in taking care of the family car, just do this. Ask him if he's remembered to change over to winter oil. And then remind him that Skelly Tagoline winter oil will do the job right. Because Skelly Tagoline oil is free-flowing, even on frosty mornings. Fast-acting, even at sub-zero. It gets up into that motor quickly to protect those vital, fast-moving parts. So tell Dad about Skelly Tagoline Winter Oil. Tell him it's cheaper to prepare than repair. And say, when he goes over to your Skelly service station, you go along with him. Then, while Dad is joining the ranks of satisfied users of Tagoline Motor Oil, you join Captain Midnight's swell new 1940 flight patrol. It doesn't cost you a penny. And besides, listen, there's a marvelous free present coming real soon now for every member. Now, don't forget to tune in again tomorrow, same time, same station, for further transcribed adventures of Captain Midnight, brought to you by the Skelly Oil Company, Skelly Jobbers and Dealers. Can Ivan Shark make Dolores Parada reveal her secret? And why did the pilot Zollinger give false information about Captain Midnight to Ivan Shark? Be sure to listen tomorrow. Until then... This is Don Gordon, your Skelly Man, saying goodbye and happy life!